risk investigators report. This is Yukonin, and we are going to give you today something that could change your life. But if it doesn't blame my co-host, that is Zachariah. Zachariah, what's up, man? Not a whole lot. You got fired earlier. I don't know if the listeners know that, but I'm going to let you perhaps help me a little bit in case I lose my voice, whatever. You know, I'm going to have you help me. But right now, today's show is going to be amazing, right? Because we're going to do a preview review on cryptocurrency. Man, that's real popular right now. If you haven't heard of that, you really need to maybe, maybe take a look. It might be for you. We're going to talk about all the various ways you can profit from cryptocurrency. But before we do, Zachariah, we talk a lot about trading personality because on this show, we're going to talk about a lot. Not today, but we're going to talk about option trading. We're going to talk about Forex trading. We're going to talk about blue chips, what I call boo chips because I hate them. We're going to talk about penny stocks. We're going to talk about all of this. But what do all these things have in common? Trading personalities. Trading. See, and that was, you know, we didn't even practice that. That's yeah, good. I never practiced. Uh, that is true. Got to have the right personality. So I'm going to go over just really, really, really quick. Five different personality types. You tell me which one you are. You ready? Okay. Snails. Okay. No. A snail is a slow trader. They they pretty much have a savings account. <laughs> that's, nope. the, that's the biggest risk they Not might happening. take. And then we have turtles. Okay. Turtles maybe go into bonds. <laughs> boot chips and, and, and things, and they're going to be trading for years, not necessarily for retirement, but you're looking at a 30-year plan. And then we have what are called rabbits, all right? They're, they're making up ground. They're, they're faster than a turtle, but they're still not super fast. But, you know, day traders, growth stocks, et cetera, et cetera, kind of fall into that category. And then you have greyhounds, not just betting on greyhounds, because that would probably you know, be the next category. But this is where you fall into your Forex, your options. So you're not necessarily trading for weeks. You're trading for hours and days in between. And last but not least, we have the fastest bird in the world, according to YouTube. And what is that bird? I have no idea. I bet you didn't because you didn't do your homework. No, I didn't. It, it's a falcon. Okay. And this falcon category, right? This is, these are the people, the men and the women who are into the lottery slot machines, right? They want it now. They want to hit it and they want to hit big. They're looking for jackpots. Okay. So they're flying above and they're just soaring. They just want it right now. Now I understand right off there's only five categories. You might fall in between, right? So out of what you heard, what do you feel is your trading personality? Snail, turtle, rabbit, greyhound, falcon. Greyhound. So you're the greyhound. I'm a falcon. All right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Primary Falcon, secondary, I'm a Greyhound. You know, I'm, I, I like to get it now. I like the jackpot. And we're going to get into that. We're going to have a, a lottery guy that comes in every once in a while. And he, he's, he's a scratch-off guy, right? He studies them. He puts them on Excel spreadsheets. He looks into this, right? We're going to have him stop by every once in a while. He's, he's Mike Shy, ironically, with the name Mike. How can you be microphone shy? But <laughs> he's going to stop by every now and again. Now, we are not experts, but we have experience. And that's the difference. And so if you have experience in any of this, we're going to be asking you to call in because we want you to teach us. We're going to take the risk. And all you have to do is walk with us and then you can determine if it's for you. So if you want to call in and, and chat with us or cuss us out, 888-429-5471. Again, I repeat, the number is 888-429-5471. Now, the topic today and for the next 50 minutes or so is going to be crypto currency. So let's catch people. Let's bring everybody up to date because there's a lot of people who already know what it is, but there's even more who don't know what it is. Zachariah, from your viewpoint and from your non-studying viewpoint, <laughs> I know right. you didn't do any research. I didn't do any show <laughs> prep at all. So. Uh, what, what is cryptocurrency? A cryptocurrency is, is just like your dollar, your yen, your euro. It's the same thing. None of those currencies have any value whatsoever other than the fact that people think they're valuable. That's the only reason they're valuable. Uh, so a cryptocurrency is just basically a serial number on a computer, and, and that's your money. And, and that's the easiest way to put it. And I, I guess the main thing people have with it is, well, it's not worth anything. It's not backed by anything. Well, neither is the U.S. dollar. So Gold. Gold. Let me throw that out there. Well, you, you no, said it's not backed by anything. Well, no, the U.S. dollar is not backed by gold. All right. Well, talk to me then. That 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 ended in 1970s in the uh, Nixon administration. They took the U.S. off the gold standard. 
Um, Sounds like you studied a little no, bit. Well, this I, is way better than what you did on our other show. Now, on the other station, you were horrendous. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Okay, go ahead, Zachariah. So with cryptocurrencies, it's just generated by a computer. And, and the benefit of, let's say, Bitcoin or something like that is it's non-government. It's non-corporate. It's not, at least it's not, not yet. controlled. It's, de it's what they call decentralized. decentralized. So in the U.S., you have the U.S. Federal Reserve. In Japan, you have the Bank of Japan and Euro. Uh, in Europe, you have the um, what's it called? Um, I, the the euro dollar? No, um, the um, what's the what's the bank in Europe? The I don't know. That's, uh, this is your stuff. Uh, well, I I don't remember this. Okay, stuff. the bank but in I, Europe. It's yeah, the bank of Europe is what it is. It, it's ECB, and you have these central banks that come in and they regulate the currency. Okay, they regulate it. They devalue it. They make it more valuable. They do all these things. With Bitcoin, it's just solely supply and demand. There's no intervention. Nobody can come in there, or cryptocurrency in general, nobody can come in there and manipulate its value unless they want to buy a bunch of it or sell a bunch of it. It's purely supply and demand based. Okay, and so we're going to talk about, you know, let, we're going to get right to the chase. We're, we are definitely today going to talk about how you can make money in cryptocurrency. That's, I mean, that's what people tune in for. That's why I'm here. And what we're broke right now. Let's just put it on the yeah, table. Yeah, I'm broke. Let's, we're I broke. Got no we're, we're absolutely two, no money. Two broke, three three broke guys, right? Yep. That, you know, that now they're going to sue us because it's too close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's hope they do. Go um, for it. You're going to be disappointed. And our goal on this show is we're going to make some money, and we're going to go from rags to to riches. I that's just, I'm sorry about the cliche, but we're going to go and we're going to take from from broke to paradise, and we're going to do this with these things that we're talking about on this show. So we're going to we're going to make money now as soon as we make a million dollars on anything we talk about on the show I'm done. Just so just so pbs.com and everybody's aware. We're done. 1 million and we're done. done. So hopefully we only have about 4 or 5 shows and it's mm -hmm. over with. Right. Un until then, we're going to be investigating a lot of different things including this cryptocurrency because I've already I'm gonna put it on the table. I've already made some money. You're scared of cryptocurrency. I'm not scared. You're of scared. It. You're, you're petrified. I am not petrified. I am the first person. To you brought it up to me. Oh, there you we brought go. it up to me, and yeah. yet, maybe, maybe I don't know. Let's talk about a fear of of, of uh, what is this? Fear of losing. Remember that? Fear of losing. Remember that show we did about the fear, fear of losing. You think I'm afraid of losing? No, no, you've lost a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> but in the crypto world. You haven't taken that risk yet. What What is keeping you from diving into the cryptocurrency? There's nothing keeping me from doing it other than the fact that, A, I'm doing something else. Two, it's an absolute pain to trade currency. You got to be at your, or you got to trade cryptocurrency. You got to be at the computer. You got to chat with somebody. They don't answer. Then you got to do it again. And then you got to go through all these hoops. And it's not that I'm against it. I just have to do it. It's, it's kind of like yesterday. I didn't have – I never did the sound check. We've known about this show for what, months? Yeah. So I never did the sound check. So Procrastination. Procrastination. Is what you, yeah, you so here I am late last night having to go buy headphones and all this other stuff just so we can have a show today. And then I show up late. Right, and you so did. So that's why I haven't done cryptocurrency. At, you are – I have I have the card That right is now. absolutely true. I you have, know how many people are mad at me right now because we got on late? We just did a show, just if you're just tuning in, the non-religious Christian – new show was supposed to take off at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Around 8.15 Pacific time, here comes Zachariah saying, let's start the show. show. You know, now for me, I can deal with that. But there's a lot of personalities who, who are angry at Zachariah. That's all right. But he got fired, so everybody's happy. Now, we're going to be getting into this again, the phone number. If you're going to join this conversation, we need you to teach us. We need you, if you have experience in cryptocurrency, we need you to teach us. Zachariah needs you to teach him. <laughs> the number is 888 429-5471. Give us a call. Let us know about your experience. Now, listen, it doesn't have to be good. We learn from the bad as well. I can't tell you how many people have paper traded and they'll come to us and say, hey, I've been watching this stock and it's really taken off. But what about the other 49 you've been watching? Yeah, the, the guy who had the 49 stock portfolio on paper that would take, you know, half a million dollars to even do. Right. Yeah. And, and so we don't need just a success story. We need bombs because we're all going to learn together and we're all going to do this journey together. Now, I got a question for for everyone. How do we know if we even get a phone call? You haven't even said that. I, I, because because of my procrastination, we did this. Somebody might last, be on hold right now. And we have no idea how to do okay, it. Okay, so. That's fine. That's that's this. So if you're on hold, we apologize. We don't even know how to take phone calls because our technician, Zachariah. Now, cryptocurrency, there's about 900 
cryptocurrencies right now, according according to the internet, that are out there. The number one right now is Bitcoin. That's the one most people have heard of. When you talk cryptocurrency, you hear Bitcoin. Bitcoin is, is, is mined. So let's talk about five different ways you can make money with Bitcoin. The first one is mining. Uh, what do you know about mining? Because you wanted to do this for a while. And I am actually, as we speak, I am doing this. I'm going to get into my experience in a second. What is Bitcoin mining? How can you make money? And definitely, how can you lose money? Well, with Bitcoin mining, you're, you're simply, I guess, you're solving algorithmic problems. And these problems vary in complexity, and you get rewarded for solving these problems uh, with Bitcoin, uh, to make it basic. But to, to even confess, or I mean, the complexity of it is just it's just astronomical. I think it's you know the amount of computing power that you have going towards this is just it's ridiculous. And uh, it, you know, as far as mining, it's just that's basically what it is. You're solving problems, and the more processing power you have. The better built it is to handle those problems, the more money you're going to make. So you're essentially just mining as if somebody was going into the earth to dig for gold. Right. And so basically, instead of physically digging for gold, you are with a computer digging for Bitcoin. Yep. Digging for Bitcoin. And, and you're using your processing power, your electricity. Which and that's is how you one. lose. And the electricity is how you can lose because if you live in an area with high electricity, cost then your mining costs go through the roof and right. it, it becomes uh, it's not a good profitable proposition you would be better off just taking that money and buying the bitcoin and holding it right which we'll get into here in a second because also in mining and you're talking about actually buying the hardware and you can do that if you're interested in mining and i know a lot of people are um if you're, inter if you're interested in mining there's equipment you can buy and set up and basically the cost is you're going to buy the equipment and then you're going to pay for electricity. And, and, and people talk about the heat and the electricity bills that I found to be the, the downside to mining. But what you're going to be creating is Bitcoin for yourself. Yes. And so if you're able to start mining and, and creating Bitcoin for yourself and the price is also going up, eventually the curve might be you not only do you have your equipment for well, free, you're able to pay for your electricity and everything else after that becomes a profit as long as Bitcoin stays. And, and here's the thing. The problem with Bitcoin is kind of like the housing market crisis in 08. As long as the price of a house kept going up, you could always refinance. And you're getting into this. If the price of Bitcoin doesn't go up, can you be profitable mining? But you're not. I guess you really wouldn't be profitable with anything you did holding it. Or, but in the end, you have to have the price go up in order probably to be profitable. Um, it, I think it just comes down to. You just have to have, you almost have to believe that Bitcoin is going to go to the moon and, and then get it by any means necessary or any cryptocurrency. Yeah. And, and But see, let's be honest. We know for sure a lot of people do think it's going to the moon. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. You know, and, and I'm not 100 percent sure why, because personally, I'm thinking and, and here's our conspiracy theory. They already own the Bitcoin. And so now they're pumping it. So it will actually go up and then they're going to dump it back into the system and make a profit. Well, oh, absolutely. That's going to happen. You can guarantee that. Well, I, I, that will happen. <laughs> so I, I guess the way to look at it is there's only 24 million Bitcoins that are ever going to be mined. Right. And 16 out of the 24 million have already been mined. It's a simple game of supply and demand. Right now, very few people own Bitcoin. I right. think they say less than 1% of the people in America own it. Hey, and I'm in the minority again. Yes. There we go. So... What's going to happen is simple supply and demand. Let's say there's only 24 million Bitcoins, but there's 10 billion people. Do the math. Supply and demand. It will go up. If people demand it, the price of Bitcoin is going to store, soar because nothing else will matter. It's just simple supply and demand. When you go to sell it, if there's 30 people that want to buy it, it will go up in price. And that's the whole thing. There's only going to be 24 million of these coins. They can't devalue it. They can't make it to where it's more valuable by cutting the supply, because you have a limited supply. Now, the people who choose to hold it, they choose to hold it. But in the end, it's supply and demand is going to drive the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, period. And with that, 888-429-5471, if you have experience in the crypto world. It doesn't have to be Bitcoin. Your experience does not have to be good. Yes, I want to hear bad experiences. I want to hear bad. I learn from the bad better because we can discern what's really going on. And that's that's why I'm talking right now. I have all kinds of bad experiences. Right. You have a lot of losses no, under no, your belt. Absolutely. <laughs> I can tell you all kinds of things about losing money. But I, I think one thing that's intriguing, I, I am going to start mining. Um, Are you? Yes. Wait, time out. 
because if, if I if I'm if I was on the same show with you just a few minutes ago, it really sounded like you didn't like mining. No, whatsoever. I'm just. I, I mean, it's not that I don't like it. It's just I'm just. That's the cost. That's uh-huh. what the cost is. So okay. And I'm thinking about going solar power. Okay. Well, so let's talk about cost. And you just said solar power. That did not sound cheap. So I mean, even, okay. Let's say it cost me five grand to run solar. It cost me another five grand to to get processing power. Okay. Okay. Let's say it costs a thousand for solar, five hundred sure. for a Bitcoin mining rig, and you just let it run. It's okay. free power. Right. Now you're paying for internet and other things, but it's free power. Right. And and, and, and to be it, honest, it just, how many businesses can you start for actually ten grand? No, you can't. You know, you and, can't and, do it. And, and without having to have storage and buildings and insurance, so you're, you you can definitely do and, this. And in the end, it either works or it doesn't. Right. It and you don't mind throwing away money. Now, no. Zachariah. There, there's a, a couple other ways to mine, and you are against what I'm doing. So let's just put this on the table. Well, I'm I, I can't wrap called... my head around. I'm not necessarily against. I can't wrap my head around the logic. Why you would sell it if you're? Well, let's you well, talk. Let's, yeah, let's talk. Tell about the people. Let's tell this. I'm doing what is called cloud mining. Cloud mining means there's a company out there doing what Zachariah wants to do, but they're doing it in this huge factory, just dominating the market. And then there's going to be Zach in his garage. But but along the way, they've decided to kind of sell theoretical like shares in what they're doing. So I am mining in the cloud. So I have a part of what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Now, conspiracy theorist Zach says to that. This right here is simple. Why would I ever sell you uh-huh. a portion uh-huh. of this company uh-huh. if I can just not sell it to you, use the equipment that I'm selling you to make more money for myself? There's, you see what I'm saying? Be aware of the Ponzi scheme. That's all. Okay, I have to now say. I understand that, but let's say for that they are actually making more money by by doing this. So somehow they're not only making money by mining, but they're also making money by allowing me to mine with them. It, it doesn't come out mathematically because there's no way if I owned a server farm uh-huh. and I had a million dollars worth of servers and computers and processing power. In the end, I have to sell it to you for more than what it's making, in order for me to make a profit. Otherwise, it no. Why would I sell it to you for less than what it's making? It's probably more. I, I, I grant. And now here's what they're selling. Let, let me give you their commercial. They're they're going to upcharge me. Yeah. They're selling me convenience. See, I, solar power, garage heat, electricity. I'm not paying for okay, it. Okay, but that's fine. I downloaded this and I am now mining. Okay. Not to mention, I've already made some money right. in the mining, and I've already transferred that money okay. into my Bitcoin but, wallet just, just so I can say I, I've done it. Okay, which is fine, but I would be willing to bet without doing any research at all. Which you won't. Which I won't. That you could actually make more money by just buying it outright than you would be paying them the sure, in a, probably in the long run. And that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at this from a business perspective. I don't have perspective. 10 grand. I don't have 10 pocket. grand either. But that's just, what you're saying it would cost to get this thing. No, I'm it. just making up numbers because I didn't prepare. Yeah, that's 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 casual. So now let's talk about the normal guy, the everyday Joe, the Ricks, the Mikes out there. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, uh, how can they, not with 10 grand, but with maybe ten dollars, start to make some money, in bit or just cryptocurrency, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Right. So let's so, talk about let's talk to that guy. Okay, I, I think it's simple. I mean, you just buy it. I mean, you can buy ten dollars. But see, but you said that you said just buy it. Now let's talk to Mike, who's maybe never where. where can I go Paxful? down? To, I mean, can I go to the convenience no, store? No, you cannot. Can I go you to, will be able to. Can I go to you Walmart? Will be, one day Walmart's you will be able to be in there. Well, one day you're going to have the Bitcoin ATM. So let's talk about right now. Here's how you can do it. All right, there's a couple of. Uh, what they call peer-to-peer. It's kind of like for what I, what I think is a Craigslist. It's kind of yes. like an eBay. Yep. But all you're selling and buying on this is, cri- is cryptocurrency a la Bitcoin. Now, this is unique because when you go here, it literally is me selling to somebody or me buying from someone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the prices are going to be varied. They're skewed. Somebody's going to sell Bitcoin right at cost. Mm-hmm. No one that I found is really selling it cheaper than cost. And, and, and then for market value, you're going to have people who are selling it for two times and three times the market value right now because of convenience and maybe your future prospects. Yep. So now we are not affiliated with any company. We've done that on purpose. We thought about it. We talked about it. Yeah, honestly, I just didn't do the work to get it done. And, and, and that's part of it. And, and But here's the thing. We're not going to promote a company because they're paying us or we're going to get paid. Yeah, exactly. So anything we say right now on the air it's basically because we want you to do the best you can or to avoid pitfalls. So we're going to jump down these traps to make sure you don't have to. 
So the name I'm giving you now is Paxful.com, P-A-X-F-U-L.com. No affiliation with us, but I've been on their site several times. I have bought Bitcoin on this site and I have sold Bitcoin on this site and I've actually sold some for a profit. Now, you don't have to have a lot of money. You can buy uh, a bit of Bitcoin, excuse the pun. Um, one Bitcoin right now is going for about, as I pull out my converter. Now somebody didn't do show prep. 2000 you see how quick that was? $2,070 US. Wow. That is the market value right now of one Bitcoin. You don't have to buy one. You can buy parts of a Bitcoin. You can buy $20 worth, $100 worth, $10 worth. So on these websites, you can go there and you try and find a deal. So you shop around. You, you scroll the website. You go to Paxful. There's another one called localbitcoin.com. Again, it's peer-to-peer. If you have $50 and you want to buy it with cash, there's people who are going to allow you to buy Bitcoin with cash. Now, there's a ton of methods you can do this with. And so you got to determine what's what's your risk-to-reward profile. What's safe for you? So some of them say, take the money to their bank, deposit your cash into the bank, and then they're going to release the, bit, release the Bitcoin to you in that equivalent. Some of them, and the one I use the most is gift cards. A lot of people get gift cards. Yes. They're sitting around the house doing nothing. So what they're doing is they're taking these, these gift cards and they're going to Paxful, they're going to local Bitcoins, and they're saying, I have a $50 gift card. What, how much Bitcoin can I buy? Yes. And right now you can buy uh, with $50, pretty much about $35 to $50 worth of Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Yep. depending on what that seller is going to sell it to you for. Now, if you don't find a price today, you say, man, I have a $50 gift card and I'm only getting $20 in Bitcoin. Don't do it. Wait till tomorrow. These change. These update all the time. But if that's enough for you, because I wasn't going to do anything with this gift card anyway. And so I just want $20 in Bitcoin because I think the value is going to go up. Then you can buy that Bitcoin. So now with all of these, it's peer to peer. That means there's a risk involved. You can per- get robbed. But what these websites have done is they use what is called escrow. So when I initiated a trade on Paxful, I had about $50 gift card. I initiated a trade. The person on the other end came to the computer and chatted with me. So we're chatting. The Bitcoin worth that I was going to buy went into escrow. Then I had to go and I did a Western Union one as well. I had to go to Western Union, get the money, drop it off, get the receipt. I took a picture of the receipt with my cell phone. When he saw the picture of my receipt, and he was in Africa, by the way, the Bitcoin got released from Paxful into my Bitcoin wallet. And so for me, the process, that process with Western Union took about an hour because I had to drive. Um, when you do it with the gift card, when you have the gift card, they usually want to see the code on the card and the receipt. Now, something amazing happened. And I want to show this. I want to make sure you guys understand this. The first time, the third time I was making a trade on, on Paxful, the person never released the Bitcoin. This is the fear. This is the fear everybody has. Oh, absolutely. So I initiated the trade. I, I scratched off the number. So somebody out there has got my code and I took a picture of the code and the receipt on my gift card and the, and the, and the Bitcoin never came to my wallet. After three hours on Paxful of waiting, you have what is called a dispute. You hit the dispute and an arbitrator, arbitrator? Yeah, that's good enough. A referee comes it in. It ain't like nobody's listening. Just we, we have more fans on this show than our other one. Yeah, that's you know. probably true. Um, an arbitrator steps in. And they released the bitcoins to me. I had to wait three hours, but I didn't get robbed, and that was my that's, only fear. That's an excellent thing. Yeah, I, I was so thing. I was mad because the person never showed up to the computer. Maybe they went outside. Maybe an emergency happened, but they never released a bitcoin to me, and they had my code. So I was worried that I was going to somebody's running around with my code, spending, spending all my money, yep. and I'm never going to get the bitcoin. But Paxful had an arbitrator step in, and after you have to wait the three hours, but then you can hit the dispute. They looked at my receipt, they looked at the code, and I got the bitcoin. Yeah. So I didn't get robbed. I was happy about that. Now, what do you do with that and, and, and where do you store it? Because, again, let's say somebody has never bought or sold Bitcoin. You have to have what is called a wallet. A wallet is, is metaphorically a wallet. It's a bank account. It's a Bitcoin account. It's a, it looks like a long alphanumeric code, mm-hmm. which your uh, Bitcoin will go to. If you open up an account on Paxful, you get a wallet on Paxful. So the money will go right to your Paxful wallet. I also opened up a Jax wallet, J-A-X-X. I think it's phenomenal because you can store on there Bitcoin, Dash, Ethereum, and I think Ripple. About, uh, I, maybe even Ripple. I yeah. think you can get about 10 different uh, cryptocurrencies yeah. on Jax. So what I did is I sent my money out of Paxful 
and I and I send it over to my Jack's wallet. It only took a few minutes. You just type in the address. You can click, paste, send, and then over in my Jack's wallet is my Bitcoin. So it was really that simple. It, once you kind of get the terms down, you know, it's really not that difficult. A wallet is your account, and there's several different types of wallets we could probably get into. Um, and then the Bitcoin is just currency. It's just cryptocurrency. Now, you can flip this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this just real quick. You can flip this on Paxful, on, on local Bitcoins and on some of these sites. You can, <clears throat> you can become what is called a vendor. This is amazing to me because now you can set the price of what you want to sell. I was fortunate when I went to Bit when I went and sold my Bitcoin. I found a lady who was buying it for like two times the value. Yeah. So I could take $100 in Bitcoin. I saw her buying it for like two times the value. I said, so if I sell my $100 of Bitcoin right now to her, I'll make 100%. Why would I hold on to this? That's <laughs> for anybody who's an investor, 100% is a pretty good return. And so I went on and sold it. But as a vendor, let's say you have 10,000 in Bitcoin, you're just sitting on it and you don't want to just keep sitting on it. You can market your price and you don't have to, you don't have to put it at market value. You can make it two, you can make it three times and you can sell your Bitcoin at your own market price. And as long as you have people who will come in and, and, and buy it, you can literally flip Bitcoin every couple days. This is what is appealing to me because I am more of a greyhound. I am more of a falcon. Now, if you are a snail or a turtle, if you're just tuning in, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Snails and turtles are a little more patient, kind of like my brother. He's not always in a hurry. You know, 10 years, 15, 30 down the line, that's fine. I'm not that guy. I'm more like my brother's wife. You know, let's let, let me pull this arm and let's see what's going to pop up on this jackpot. So flipping Bitcoin was fun for me. It, it was it was a challenge initially, but it was fun. You are more into what? Me? Yeah. Oh, you, you're talking to me now, so I get to talk. Thanks. Um, I like options. You know, I, I like uh, forex, and honestly, I like anything that I think is going to make money. I, I've um, I just like to use those two mediums because it's just the most accessible. It's very diverse. Um, you, you can basically accomplish anything with options and Forex as far as investing, you know. But I, I'm more and more, I just want to see opportunities that are going to make money. And, and do you, I, you don't see it in the crypto? Oh, I, it's, there's a fortune. I think yeah. there's a fortune in the crypto. Is it for you? Do you see it in a buy and hold, which is definitely possible? I, I see it. I, I think, you know, if I was going to mine, I want to mine when Bitcoin gets cheap, so which it. is probably the exact opposite of what some people might think. Right. Um, because you're thinking, I want to sell it at a high price. A lot of people probably think, but I'd rather mine it when it's really cheap. Like if it was to crash 50, 60 percent or something tomorrow, which you know could always happen, just like stock market. Um, I want to mine it while it's cheap because then I have a higher chance of appreciation. Right. Um, and, and same thing is uh, one thing I want to talk about too. I'm gonna I'm gonna get off track here. Is when you were talking about Paxful, you had very wide spreads between what you can buy and sell. Yeah. It. That inefficient inefficiency is opportunity. There there's Absolutely. no su there's no such thing as making money with minimal risk. Risk is defined as unknown, and unknown things can make money. And one thing I want to point out is, well, why would I pay fifty dollars for twenty dollars of Bitcoin or thirty or forty dollars? Why would I ever do that? Well, number one, why would you ever buy a stock that's worth 50, 60, 70, 100 times earnings? Those stocks, if you were to take Google or Amazon right now and sell them all off, you would never get your money back for those shares. You would never even come close. You would be completely broke. Stocks are completely overvalued. They're, they don't represent, those share prices represent 30, 40, 50 times probably what that company's actually, actually worth. So when you look at Bitcoin, it's actually more tangible than a stock, in my opinion, because you can actually use it. And it's it, it's it's diversified from government is what I want. To right. There, so. Right. And, and so that brings us back to the kind of uh, let's talk to rabbits and turtles just for a second. Um, you can buy and hold Bitcoin. There Absolutely. are projections. Every, you know, go to YouTube, go go wherever you do your research. Quora, you know, is good. I, I get emails from them all the time. Um, People are projecting, and it's because of what you were talking about earlier, the price of Bitcoin is going up. You know, people say, man, if I'd only been in there three years ago, mm -hmm. you know, but what are you going to say three years from now? Yep. You know, and so supply and demand. I mean, that's just the most basic law of investing. Yeah. And, and another thing you want to point out when we talk about psychology of investing and trading and, and the different personality types, um, 
it's the price of Bitcoin. Well, it's at $2,000. It's $2,000 per coin. So I think it's a psychological pitfall or a fallacy even to think that it can't keep going. Because if you were to take like Apple stock and flip it all the way back, it's probably worth, it, it was worth pennies a share compared to what it's worth now. Um, these things keep going up sometimes. And when they do, they go up forever. You know, when you look at Apple and Microsoft from the 80s, all the way up to now, they've done nothing but go up. And I think people sometimes will get fearful just in their personality that it will not keep going. Um, be, but in, in the end, I look at it as simple supply and demand. There's billions of people in the world. Nobody's using any of these cryptocurrencies. I mean, in mainstream, you had people that hear about it, but how many people actually hold it and use it? Almost nobody. In comparisons to the whole world, it's, it's nothing. It only has room to grow and it has a limited supply. So you have something that potentially everybody will want one day, and it's a limited supply. It, it, the, the odds, when, when you invest, you got to think in probability. You know, does this have a 60%, 70% chance? It could have a half a percent chance. But if it has a $200 million payout for a half a percent chance, you take the bet every time. Um, so well, when, at least a, a Greyhound would. You well, know. no, no, no. It, it's simple mathematical sense. With, with the proper risk management and the proper diversification of capital, Anytime your reward out overruns probability, that's profit, that's edge, and you take it every time. And that's, and that's why I say when you say what kind of – I like to use options in Forex now because it's just what I'm using. I want something that's going to go up in price. I want something that I can make money off. And that's why I like flipping. See, because right, right now – and let me bring this right back. The inefficiency on Paxful and local Bitcoin, Go, you can go right now to that website and look at it. And there's going to be a price discrepancy that is outlandish, mm -hmm. you know. And so when you become a vendor and you see that and you, you're able to buy here and sell here, that inefficiency that has not been brought together by arbitragers and mm -hmm. robots like in the, in the uh, stock market, yeah. it's just wide open. So right now with Bitcoin, because of that discrepancy and that inefficiency in that market, you can literally make 100 percent, 150, even 200 percent in the next week or so. Based on that inefficiency. And so now we're not even talking about market value of Bitcoin having to go up three, in three years. We're talking about right now. If it stays the same. Right. And even if the market goes down, down, because you're able to set your price. Yes. This is a peer to peer. As long as there's a buyer for it, you can set your price. Say, say you're okay with a 50% return, which is phenomenal. And say you have $500 in Bitcoin and you set your price to sell it for about 750 That's a pretty good return. For, for anybody who's trading, if that's your if that's your preference, somebody wants a thousand percent return, maybe not going to be able to get it. But this is the place where those types of returns are happening. And that's the beauty of it. And so you have, you know, your, your, your normal buy and hold, buy a wallet, get a wallet. Some of them are free. Um, some of them are stored online. You can get a, a wallet. Um, you can pay for a wallet. Some have better storage. Read about your wallets. That's how you're going to store your Bitcoin. That's the first thing you want to do. I don't recommend any above the other. YouTube will. Um, but I'm using Jack's wallet. Um, I, I looked at a Zappo wallet, X-A-P-O, and I use my wallet on Paxful. I, I just feel safe with them. Um, so you got your mining aspect. You can mine. I'm, I'm, cloud, I'm on hashflare.io, and I've made uh, some money mining so far. And I, I'm making money literally every day mining Bitcoin. Actually, I take that back. I'm, I'm, I'm mining Dash. Um, third, we talked about flipping. And, and now I'm going to talk a little bit about, because you brought up the Forex market, trading. God, what? It's not, no, I, okay. I, I look like you were going to raise. Don't ever raise your hand. I'm not even going to call on you. I, I mean, if you raise your hand one more time, I'm not calling. What, what do you want? Right now, my hand is raised and nothing is happening. What do you want? Nothing. I mean, just go ahead and okay, it's your so show on, and take on, over. On the Forex market, you know, you can trade between currencies. Yes. Um, not a lot of people are, are, are game to the Forex market at all. But if you are, you can do the same thing with Bitcoin. So on Poloniex.com, uh, and there's a few more, you're actually able to trade Bitcoin, Dash, Ethereum, Ripple, and a whole bunch. I think there's about at least 50 or so currencies on there. And you trade it just like you do in the Forex market. So basically you're trading euros and yens, but now you're trading Dash and Bitcoin. or Absolutely. And so you can take your wallet, you take your money that you downloaded to your Zach's wallet, let's say you have $50 in Bitcoin, you can send $30 over to Poloniex, and then you can start trading your Bitcoin for all these other currencies. And so now you can start to buy 
multiple currencies using your Bitcoin now? Because what if one of these other ones take off? Because we haven't brought those up. Bitcoin seems to be the monster crypto. That's the one right. that people know. But there are some other ones that are on the heels, nipping at the heels of Bitcoin that have just as much potential. Ether and Ethereum being one of them. Um, another one that you, you've talked about is Ripple. Yeah. And the reason we both like this one is because the banks like it. The banks like it, yes. I mean, if you have banks who say Ripple is valuable to us and they have these mega researchers, then maybe we could maybe take a look at that. Right. And, and it's also being traded on there. So that's like at Polyneix. Now, that's a little more advanced. You know, if you're into the Forex market and you understand what that term means, then Polyneix might be something you can look into. If you don't know what the Forex market is, Polyneix will confuse you. And yeah. not to mention there, you can also loan money. You know how nice it is to be the house? The house never loses. The house always wins, however you want to say it. At Polyneix, they allow you to loan money to others who are trading. And they have their escrow, so that you're kind of protected. But you can loan money for two, three-day loans at a percentage. And at the end of those two or three-day microloans, you get your money, you get your Bitcoin back at a little bit of a profit. It's really, really nice. You know, and, and if you know much about investing, that's 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 not bad. Um, another way to make money with Bitcoin, and I haven't seen this with the other cryptos yet, are ATMs. I've looked into these. They're, some of them are more expensive than others. There are more and more ATMs coming out for Bitcoin. So you, now you have actually Bitcoin uh, debit cards and Bitcoin ATMs. And that's really going to make it the more and more of those get set up around. I think the nearest one to me was like 30 miles away. I don't know what it's really like out on the West Coast, but I know on the East Coast, they're starting to pop up here and there in different convenience stores. That's that's that convenience is really what's going to start to sell people. Yes. And, and I think that's actually what's going to start to hurt Paxful as far as the spreads. It's going to kill them. Um, that is not a long term deal because it's it just the reason why you can flip something on Paxful the way it is is because it's not an efficient market necessarily. And as you get more and more people using this, more and more computers get involved, more and more corporations get involved, liquidity becomes better, spreads become narrower. As competition comes in, you have more Paxfuls coming in, so now the spreads get cheaper. So in the future, that's actually what you're going to see. But then the more efficient something gets, the harder it is to beat. Right. By mile. I mean, uh, if you look at the options market, you look at the stock market, even if you go from binary options to regular options and then you want to trade currencies, it's just there's there's just no edge that you can see. But when I look in cryptocurrencies, it's just right there. Right. There's the edge. There it is. Yeah, you can see it every day. It's right in front of you. And when you turn on the website, it's right there. And that's why I kind of like it, because you, you don't have to wait a long time to make money. You can start making money right away. It's, there's a little bit of a learning curve and a little bit of a getting used to. And you can buy it with literally, you know, on, on, on local Bitcoin and Paxful. If you have cash, there's a way to do it. Amazon gift card, there's a way. eBay gift card. Well, how many gift cards are there? I mean, there's, there's a way. Like, start, but these are the ones that are most popular. Right. right. You can but get I mean, really there's many more. I mean, yeah. Starbucks I've seen. So almost almost all gift cards. Hooters. I've seen the Hooters gift cards on there, you know, so almost all gift cards you can buy with cash. Um, you, there, there's so many ways right now. And let's say you just are not into peer to peer, just not into that. I don't want to do Craigslist stuff. You know, I've heard stories. I, I, I'm just too fearful. Well, there's there's something called Coinbase, C-O-I-N-B-A-S-E dot com. What they allow is for you to literally just buy it from them. You're going to be buying it at cost. You're going to be buying market value. So when you do it at market value, you don't get the, I don't know, the spread that you might want. But if you're looking to buy and hold, you're not wanting to deal with ordinary Joe in Africa or somebody in, in, in Nebraska. I don't even know if they have money in Nebraska. You know, then you can go to a trusted Coinbase and just say, hey, I, I want to buy from you. Now, the nice thing about Coinbase or the downside, it depends on who you are. They use uh, they can use your debit card, credit, excuse me, your credit card or your bank account. And so for you, Zachariah, I would think somebody like you would prefer that, you know, above above a peer to peer. Well, I look at it this way. You uh -oh. know, the Forex market's been around a while. Retail Forex. It's more established than cryptocurrencies, but yet you still have brokers doing scandalous things. 
you still have brokers who go under. Um, to put, I'd rather go peer to peer and inefficiency because my shocking to say the least. But go ahead. It's not shocking. It's just I call it intelligence, and you call it shocking. But I, I think it's better to go peer to peer because your money, you don't have your credit card numbers and all this stuff out there. Yeah, and I'm not. And, and, and this stuff is not regulated. Right. And the currency market, I mean, they have to, especially in America, they have to deal with the SEC and stuff like that. I think it's like FXCM a while back. They're banned, yeah. you know, and, and that's a much more regulated market than this. Right. So when I hear, OK, here, here's your credit card number, here's your bank account number and your routing. No, no. See, OK, well, that, well that's good because somebody would feel comforted, you know, by, by using that. I, I, ra I rather pay the spread. Yeah. I rather pay the spread because. Yeah. All I can lose is that one transaction. It's fixed right. risk. But once you have those numbers, you own me. Right. And and now, but you know, the the, the company's been around because you can say that pretty much about any company. Once because you don't want your credit card numbers out there really anyway. Oh, they're everywhere. You know, and and so you could almost say that about a lot of different companies. But I agree. I I do peer to peer. Yeah. I'm just a lot more comfortable. It, it's with that. fixed. It's fixed risk investing. And people without bank accounts can also use this. Now, let's talk about this downside just real quick about Bitcoin. There was some bad news in the news because when you first brought it up, there was a lot of emotional uh, angst that came with the word. He was like, hey, look up Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, OK, whatever. You know, because what came to me was the scam slash scheme slash thief slash dark market slash deep web slash black market slash gangster. You know, when, when I... Is it there? Absolutely. Will Bitcoin crash probably one day? Yes, it will. And, and, and I, I just remind people, just go look at Wall Street and just go study that history. What's the difference? I, I think in the end, I look at a cryptocurrency as the future, and that's where I'm at on it. Wow, really? And we're just not having this I, conversation. I think, I think we will know. And, and this is my prediction. Uh -oh. 50 years from wait, now. Wait, wait, I got to write this down. I got to write this down because I can't type. OK, yeah. X, 50, I did you say 50? OK, let's just say 20 I years. Not, okay, I, I think the banks are going to go under. I think we will no longer see banks 20, in the world anymore. That's, that's where I'm at. That'd be 20. 20 years. The banks will no longer exist. No we don't banks. need them. They don't serve one purpose. No banks. Right, and, so and even now we have websites. Home, a guy was showing me yesterday. I can't remember the website name, but you can loan money to people right now really? to do your own loans. It was Lending Tree or one of them places. You can just loan. I mean, what do you need a bank for anymore? You don't need it. Yeah. I mean, what do we need a church for when we're going to do it at home? But now, see, I think the key is it's important for everyone to kind of follow their own personality. You know, whether you're snail, turtle, rabbit, greyhound, falcon, Bitcoin can be bought and sold on pretty much all these levels. I'm, in, I'm going to buy and hold some for sure. I, I just, every time I get a chance, I like to buy and hold. Um, and more and more retailers, I, I heard pretty much every airline right now is using Bitcoin. There we go. Any, anything that goes international yep. is using Bitcoin. What happened though is that there was some uh, dark market, black market type stuff that happened. But here's my thing. It happens with the U.S. dollar too. Absolutely. And you don't stop using the U.S. dollar. It's called because, the Federal Reserve. Yeah, there's, whoa. Let's see if they... Let's send that to them. Let's see yeah. how they. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go under. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's been good and bad about a lot of it. And, and like you're saying, I'm, I'm right now, I'm really kind of tiptoeing into it, but I do see the market potential. I'm, I'm buying and holding as much as I can, but I'm also going to flip. That's just my personality. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you can start flipping for instant profit, why would you stop? Yeah, that, it's just, it's my personality. One, it's fun. And two, and three, I don't know where I'm at. I've already done it. You know, so I, I get to talk from experience as opposed to, you know, theory. And, that, and that's always kind of fun. And the toughest part was, you know, learning my wallets, what type of wallet, because we talked about that. And you, you have what is called a private key mm -hmm. and a private key on your wallet. So I can show you my public address and you can send me Bitcoin. But you can't steal my Bitcoin based on my public address. You would need my private key to steal my Bitcoin. And so I'm, I'm actually able to take my private key and store it away. And so now, no matter what happens, I still have my Bitcoin, even if a lot of things start to, you know, go under. And just just you seeing my address does not allow you to take my Bitcoin out of my account. It does allow you to send it, though, right? What's that? It said allows you to send it. You can so, send it. So my number send is. Send me Bitcoin. Yeah. You can't steal it by, by using that address. So when you think about a wallet in simple terms, you need a wallet to store your Bitcoin. And there are several out there. I don't recommend any above another because according to your personality, you might want this kind that costs $300 or you can get one for free. Now, what happens if the company that's holding that wallet goes under? 
and it's stored under their servers. Didn't we call them? You called about that, right? I, I thought you called because I sure didn't. I didn't. Do you work. did no sh- no show prep. I, None. I considered it, but I was busy doing nothing. So right, and and your private key, from what they told us, is the key. Is uh, no matter what happens, as long as you have your private keys, you have your Bitcoin. That's well, that's that's the main thing there. That's the main because thing. you don't want a company to go under and then all your money's with it. Then, right. But but then I have to remind people, look at our banks and just America. My anti-bank friend over here. Go well, ahead. it's just go the ahead. truth. Banks yeah. are only required to hold so when 10%. We get these, banks will no longer be our guests, just uh, so you're I aware. don't care. Okay. I don't want them. All right, go um, ahead. Banks are only required to hold about 10% of the money. So if just 10% of the population went to withdraw their savings, the whole financial system of America and probably the whole world would collapse overnight. Um, so that's a lot of people's apprehension about something. It's just digital. It's not tangible. It's probably actually more tangible than what we're using. Um, it's no different than, than than our own dollar in many of these currencies throughout the world. They're deflated, inflated, and, and they're manipulated daily by a few people. And with a decentralized market like a cryptocurrency, it's less likely to happen. I think eventually it will. Um, even in the mining industry, you know, when it first started out, when some of these started happening, oh, 09, 11, 2011, um, somebody could sit at their home with just a simple computer and make a lot of money. But now it's gotten to this corporate kind of mindset of we have massive multi-million dollar server farms. So eventually Bitcoin and these cryptocurrencies will eventually centralize to an extent. Somebody will get on it. A Walmart will appear. Um, that'll eventually happen. It always does. And it, it'll ruin it. But for the time being, it, it's to me, I think it's a very viable investment. So let's let's review just really quick because we're coming down to the last uh, five minutes of the show. You're supposed to be watching. This. I'm not paying. What do we got? Thirteen minutes. Okay, so I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, all right, it doesn't matter. So in in the uh, in the kind of the review, we're talking about not just cryptocurrencies, but what what's important, how to make money with cryptocurrency. So number one, we talked about there's about 900 cryptocurrencies as of July. The the monsters out there, the big ones, would be kind of like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple. Dash, Litecoin, Darkcoin, and a few more. Um, how do you store Bitcoin? So one of the first things you'd want to do if you're interested is get a wallet. Go on, go just type in cryptocurrency wallet and you're going to see a ton of them. And read about what fits your personality. Do you want a hard wallet, which is probably going to be a little bit safer? Do you want a paper wallet where you can write your address down on a piece of paper and store it with you so it's not even online? Do you want a web wallet where you can keep it online and use it as a mobile wallet? You know, so there's a lot of benefits and negatives to all these. Um, however you want to do it, that would be up to you. I use a Jax wallet, J-A-X-X, because it has multiple currencies I can store and I can transfer between currencies within my wallet. And I also use my online Paxful wallet. Um, there's also desktop wallets and, and the like. And then you decide how you want to buy your Bitcoin. Do you want to use cash? Do you want to use card? Do you want to use gift cards? All of these are options. And, and there's also uh, Bitcoin ATMs out there, so you can find one of those. Um, and then you can also trade Bitcoin. So if you're into things like the Forex market, you can trade Bitcoin for Dash and back and forth and all the other currencies. And you can loan Bitcoin at uh, microloans. And so all of these are different ways, not to mention you can do what is called an affiliate, which we actually discussed. An affiliate allows you to... Uh, Let's say we got a friend named Mike who wants to start his own business. He goes into Bitcoin. He goes to Paxful. Well, he can have people come in under him and kind of start to work it like the old MLMs, the old multi-level marketing. And as people start to come in under you, you get a portion of what they're doing. So you can kind of create your own business. You can do some seminars, do some teaching and help people understand what it is and then and, and enlighten them on how to make money. And then they can come in under you and you can start to grow a business that way. So that's another way to make money with Bitcoin. And, the, and one final way, and this is not, this is obviously not exhaustive, um, seminars. You know, there's, there's just so many, there's so many people who have not heard of cryptocurrency. There's so many people who would be interested if they did hear about cryptocurrency. So you can understand it, learn it, make it a quick niche, and then go out and really start to teach this thing because it's, it's really looking like it's getting ready to take off and explode. You do seminars. What do you think about that? I think seminars are awesome because hardly anybody knows about them. And people, before they'll engage in something, they need to be comfortable with it. It's very hard to be personable over the internet through a video. But when you're live and you see other people, you, you find other like-minded people, 
it just kind of it just exponentially grows. Um, so I, I think seminars, in my opinion, is a great way to do it because the only way Bitcoin goes higher is if more people use it. The only way any cryptocurrency goes higher is if more people use it. Well, how can they hear if they don't have a preacher? And oh yeah, I, and you know what's funny? I think seminars have gone down because webinars have gone up. But like you said, seminars give you the personal touch. Webinars are good. They're but decent. They're not. It, there's something about meeting in person with the group of like-minded people. Yes, yes, and 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 that's uh. And you know, I found out there was a guy online doing a technical trading course oh, for God. Bitcoin, and he was using everything that you would normally use in the market if you're a techie. You know, so uh, support, resistance, uh, Fibonacci. Fibonacci. You know, he's teaching all this, but he's using it. And I commend him. Uh, you know, he, he took his niche. He took what he knew and he's applying it to Bitcoin and, and, and to these cryptos. And so I think that's innovative. I think it's great. And people are buying into it. You know, it, it sounds like people are, are having a good time with it. I didn't because we understand a lot of those concepts already. And we're going to get into those. Now, according to this clock on the T or this screen in front of me, we're getting down to like the last couple minutes. So we got to sum this up like super fast. So like really, really fast. What did you get out of today's cryptocurrency conversation? Well, I think it's just the diversity, the diversity, Woo! diversify. Okay. No, I, I think it's the multiple ways that you can use it. You can utilize it. So you can take your personality, whether it's the, what was your hawk or eagle or whatever you're the falcon thanks falcon. Falcon. Oh, almost you could be a falcon or a snail was that yep, right that's yep and, and you could probably find a niche yes you can in this market yeah regardless of your and and in the end it, you know a lot of the type of investor you are is based on what percentage of your assets you're actually putting up so you could actually be doing a very what's your uh, what, what's the fastest falcon Wow. So let me review that for you. Snails are the slowest okay. with, with turtles coming next. And then you go into your rabbits, greyhounds and falcons. OK, so falcons. Yes. So you could be you could be doing a falcon investment. Yes. But if it's only 0.5 percent of your overall risk in your portfolio, uh -huh. is it really that big? of a risk? It's not that big. And we're so, going to get into so, that. so not today. Your, your risk tolerance and what type of trader you are is relative to the size of of or the portion of your account you're risking. So somebody could be doing a turtle investment but using their whole account to doing yes. it and be taking more risk than the person who is a falcon. Which is why all of our stock guys who swear stocks are the only way oh, are down. so wrong because you can actually go safer with options. Far safer. Than you can with stocks, but that's Far for safe. another show. So coming up on our future show, and this will be in two weeks, because we're going every other week on Risk Investigative Are Report. We? Yeah, that's what you said. I, so, I didn't even remember the name of the show. I was like, we right, got to call right. BBS. <laughs> What's the name of our show? Right. And so in two weeks, when we come back, we're going to be getting into more technical trading. We're going to get into what Zachariah likes to do, because he's kind of a greyhound. He likes to get into the Forex. He's doing options seminars. And so we're going to get into that. And we're going to talk about literally how to make money. And, and I'm and not going to prepare at all. And or how to lose money, which we, we've yeah, done. I'm going to teach both. you. Unless teach we make you. a million before two weeks. Right. If we make our million, then we're not coming back. Right. We're Just not let everybody back. know we're done. We're, we're done. we're done. we're done. We're done. For Zachariah, this is Yakanan. Thanks for tuning in to Risk Investigators Report. We will see you in two weeks. Yablas. bless.